Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Auntie Bell series. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Baker, If You Never Come Back, and Simmer Down. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less, but we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, be sure to check them out after you listen to this podcast and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes that you might have. And be sure to listen to the end of this podcast because we've got something big coming up today. Sarah, happy Valentine's Day. I know this is one of your favorite holidays. Yes, thank you so much. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. I, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I love Valentine's Day. So I'm just really excited to be able to celebrate a little bit of it with you because you're one of my favorite Valentine Galentine pals. <laughs> same, same, same. I'm so excited too. Um, you are much more about this holiday than I am, although I think any reason to celebrate love is a good one. So I am delighted to be spending it with you as well. And I hope you're having a wonderful one out there on the West Coast. Um, we are going to talk about Valentine's Day and we are going to make an announcement here at the end uh, that we have been teasing out for the past several weeks on Instagram. Uh, but before we do, if you're following us on Instagram, like I said, you've seen our Candy Heart Challenge going on since the first. And we thought it would be fun to just spend a little time on Valentine's Day going through some of our favorite prompts to share. So, Sarah, are you ready to tell us some details? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk all about Valentine's Day stuff. <laughs> yes. So, yes. I think you should get us started, though. So. Oh, should I? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, then let's just dive straight in the one of the prompts was kiss me so what is your describe one of your most memorable kisses sarah mm. okay <laughs> okay so probably one of the most memorable kisses i've ever had was the first kiss i had with my husband way back in the day when we were dating um we were very very young i was really cute i had like perfect skin i was yeah sorry <laughs> i just want to put that out there i'm out are really cute, do have perfect skin. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so this was, I think this was our third date. And, um, I, and I don't know, you know, dating is different for everybody, obviously. But for us, I felt like this was the date that was definitely going to, like a kiss was going to happen. So um, we had gone on a walk. We were still in college at this time, so we were at the college campus, and we were on a walk, and we were sitting in this um, secluded garden area on campus, and um, we were sitting next to each other, and it was like, you know that moment where you know that somebody's going to kiss you, or that you're going to kiss somebody? It's like that unspoken tension, and it's building and building and building, and I remember turning and looking to my husband, um, and then I felt something on my leg. And it was a bug. So like I bent down and like pushed the bug away because um, it was gross. And then I like sat back up and then I like turned at him and I'm like, oh my God, you were going to kiss me, weren't you? And I just totally like made that moment super, like more awkward than a first kiss probably needed to be. And then like he kissed me and it, and it was very cute, but it was also memorable because I am super awkward and I made it super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> that is a story. I love it. 
but also that you declared that it was awkward. It was like, I've decided this is awkward. <laughs> well, I kind—I mean, like looking back, that was definitely like, did I need to do that? No, but like in the moment, that's just how I am because I'm super awkward. So. <laughs> yeah, but also, you don't want a bug crawling up your leg while you're trying to, no. Gross. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, that was very memorable. Um, but what was your memorable kiss like? Was it as cringy as mine? <laughs> It was different. Um, I actually, I'm going to sw- switch up stories. I did share a story um, on Instagram for this challenge. So if you caught that, you did. But I'll change it. And I will tell my last first kiss, which happened, it's been a while because, you know, pre-COVID. Okay. So, um, but it was, I was having, uh, I was on a date at a bar and I had been talking to this person and we had met and, you know, it was just supposed to be like a one-off date. It was like, it is what it is. We'll just see how it goes. But it went fantastically. It was really nice. It was a really, really good time. But I kept wait, like waiting for him to kiss me. And at one point, like, I was touching the arm. You know, I was being, I was, like, sending the message. And he was like, sometimes I have a really hard time reading people. I was like, well, let me be clear. I would like you to kiss me right now. And so he did. And um, it was it was a really good date is all I will say. But uh, I remember that being very funny because I'm normally not that bold. I do love that moment, like right before it, like, you know, somebody's going to kiss you and it's really great. But like I kept waiting for it. I was like, all right, well, let me be clear then. Um, so it was really fun. It was like, you know, consent and everything. But that was definitely a memorable one because I'm not normally like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I, I love that. I admire the boldness. And I think. Um, that is definitely the way to go. I think when I was younger, I definitely didn't make my um, wants and desires known as often as I should have. And now I feel like I, I'm i the kind of person who's like, okay, I'm down. Let's do this. So it's cool yep. to know that you are too. <laughs> well, there is something to like dating, you know, after you've kind of grown up and gone through th- some things. Um, you know, obviously I've been single or I've, had been married and now I'm not. And so it's, it's a very different perspective. And I was totally that way with or what you were saying too. So it's like, it's, it's fun. It's liberating. All right. Hit me with one. Okay. Um, this is what I'm super curious about. What is the most adventurous date that you've been on and did you enjoy it? Most importantly? Well, as adventures are mentioned in my bio, um, <laughs> then I would say automatically, yes, it's hard to pick one because I've been on a lot. Um, And it's kind of hard to like say, you know, what actually constitutes a date versus just, you know, being married and like, this is a thing we are doing. But I will say that my ex-husband and I went to Liverpool um, because I am a massive Beatles fan. And we decided to go see all the sites of like the Beatles stuff by going, waking up at dawn and running because we did not have like a car rental so we like ran like six miles out of the city to go hit like strawberry fields and penny lane and the place where john met like watch me geek out but it was it ended up being like a 10 mile run overall i mean i was shredded by the time we we stopped right like it wasn't like running past things you know like (laughs) oh there it is but um it became this like adventure thing and it was it was amazing um it was so much fun and I did enjoy it. Like, I loved it so much. It was crazy, but good. 
Oh my God. That sounds so cool. That's like a really, like a very personal, you know, special <laughs> thing to share with somebody. I think that's awesome. Oh, great. We had a lot of fun. It, it was a great memory. Aww. What about you? Okay. So mine is not as sweet. It's a lot more um, horrible. Um, but it ended up fine. It ended up okay. Just to preface this, it ended up okay. Um, I love hiking, which I think if anyone who knows me or follows me on social media, um, knows that about me. Um, and so, uh, a few years ago, my husband and I took a hiking trip to Utah and we were in the needles section of, um, Canyonlands National Park, if anyone is familiar and it's beautiful, it's really remote. It's just the most gorgeous scenery I've ever seen. Um, but it's not a very popular uh, trail that we were on. And it's like, it was like 12 miles. And it was in awe. I don't know why we do these things in like the dead of summer when it's like the worst time to go to the desert. It was like 100 degrees. We got lost. Um, I ran out of water. And he only had a little bit left. And I was like, like, I wasn't going to, like, I wasn't going to, like, drink my urine. Like, I wasn't, like, that. It wasn't that bad. But I was like, okay, we're lost. We're out of water. What the hell do we do now? Um, thankfully, we stumbled upon some other people who were hiking, and they pointed us in the right direction. And we're fine. And, like, I had a whole case of water in the car. I downed, like, four bottles of water. It was fine. I, I think I panicked a little bit too early. But that's just me. I'm always in, I'm always like two notches down from panic mode with almost everything. Um, so did I enjoy it? I enjoyed it up until that moment. And right. I enjoyed like eating that evening when we got home and yeah. died. But like, that really sucked. Like being <laughs> lost in the desert with no. Yeah. Life. I'm not one for panicking. But if I was in the desert in 100 degree heat and my water bottle was empty, it'd be like, Okay, um, this is a situation. <laughs> it is, and you know what? And and I agree. Like, I'm, I I don't think panicking is the right thing to do, but I think sometimes that's like your natural response. Sure. And um, I, but ever since then, I have been really diligent about packing lots of water and like being better about remembering surroundings. A lot of it is environment too, because like in that trail, it's like when you're in the desert and everything's rocks. It's really hard to like keep track of things you know what I mean everything kind of looks the same and yeah, yeah. but anyway uh, not to go on about the landscape of Utah but like it was an adventure and but I survived and I drink a lot of water now so awesome <laughs> do you use the like the like camelback like the yeah. bladder pack okay cool yeah we did. it was just it was just so hot like yeah we had extra water we had ice we had all the stuff it was just when it's 100 degrees and you're hiking yeah. 12 miles, like you're gonna, yeah. you probably have 10 camelbacks and go through all of them. Indeed. All right. So your book boyfriend or a romance novel that you're currently reading? This is the let's read conversation heart. Um, do you have one for that? Oh, yeah. I, I always have like a list of book boyfriends. Yeah. I would, if I had like a spell, I would bring them to life and use my hall pass on all of them. <laughs> yeah. um, but one of them is obviously Ben from Not Suitable for Work, which is by Sky McDonald. And if you haven't read it yet, you need to go read it and buy it because it's amazing. Um, ben is amazing. I also am a huge fan of Stuart from um, A Good Night's Sleep, mm -hmm. which is book by Stephanie Simpson. And obviously, anybody who knows me, these are not surprise um, 
things that I'm telling you. Um, I also am in love with Owen from It Starts With a Kiss, which is a yeah. sci-fi romance from JL Perido. That's amazing. Making coveralls look sexy. Come on, JL. Yes. And How who can do that? that? <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, and I mean, like, to be totally real, like, I could go on and on and on for hours about all the book boyfriends I'm thirsty for, but I'm not going to do that because that's um, embarrassing. So, yeah, those are mine. Who are yours? Well, are reading anything right now. I guess. Okay. So, as as I believe everyone who's met me knows, Callum from Simmer Down is my book boyfriend. I saw him first. He's mine. Um, <laughs> from my books, and I, like, which. Who from your books, Sarah, before, like, which of your guys is your guy? Um, you know what? There's always going to be a soft spot for Tate. I just, I am all about his broody protectiveness. And this is probably really, like, egocentric. But, like, I based a lot of his personality on my own personality that I had when I was younger. Okay. Um, and I just think it's really a really attractive personality in the context of a romance. So, yeah, Tate is... Tate is my first book boyfriend love that I have written, I guess. Fair. I would say mine for me is Will from Nemesis. Yeah. Will is like more than Ben and Nick because they're both adorable, but Will is more my guy. Um, right now I'm still hung up on Chen from Chen Liu from uh, Falling Like Stars, um, which is Eve Casey's first book in her All In series, which is coming out, like, she released, like, the first two in January, and the next one's coming out this month, so she's like, bang, bang, bang. Um, I am reading the second one of those right now. It's called Fighting Gravity, and um, his name is Tate. Um, in that, oh, yeah. yeah, in that book, and I like him, but I, I definitely, Chen was cocky and, and funny and very, very sweet, so yes, uh, that's my newest, like, my new my current obsession. Um, but always comes back to Callum. Um, so yeah. Oh, that's, can I, can I say something, uh, Tate related? This is weird, but, um, I just found out like not that long ago, but like one of my mom's neighbor's kids is named Tate and that like freaked me out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. But yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I might've told you, but like back when I had started drafting all of my series, I had two friends and one of them was dating a Ben and one of them was dating a Will. And I was like, so all this happened before I knew that I was just, I promise <laughs> it was yeah. really weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. All right. Give me maybe one more. Maybe. One more, um, one more question. Yeah. Okay. How about, okay. So let's see here. There's a lot of, I feel like we, there were a lot of really good ones that we covered in this Instagram Day challenge. Um, can you share a note or a text or something that someone said to you that was just super romantic? If, and if you, if it's private, you don't have to, we can move on to another question, but I feel like you would have a really good one. I do have a really good one. Okay. It's from me, isn't it? I'm just Of course. <laughs> um, it is. And the thing is, it's like, I feel so like humbled to be able to say, or possibly just that I'm a hopeless romantic. I can actually think of quite a few things um, that would fit here because I just, I love language so much. So if somebody says something to me, it's like, oh, swoon. Um, 
I guess I could do one that's very funny and kind of snarky. So I'll do that one first. Um, at one point, somebody that I worked with said to me, it was this guy, and he was like, your eyebrows are so sexy. Can I say that? And I looked at him and I said, no, no, you can't. He was like, okay, retracted. And I was like, thanks. So that's like one of those. <laughs> it was not unforgettably romantic, but it's just one of those things that stayed with me because it was just like, no, not at the job. Thank you very much. No. Um, but something that was very, very romantic is somebody said to me once, I would, I would be happy to talk to you through two cans tied together with string. Oh, that's so <laughs> cute. Are you serious? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I, I swooned on that one. I was like, oh, oh my. Oh, my. So, yes. <laughs> oh, that's really. Like, I'm teasing now just saying it out loud. So, yeah. That's adorable. And I and to go back to what was first, your first um, thing that you brought up, I think that was a pretty uh, weird. Yeah. Weird, but, like, I think he backtracked it okay. He did. It was, it was most inappropriate and not at all invited, but it was just, I mean, it's kind of like the watch out for girls who drink whiskey. It's like one of those things. It's like, did you just say that to me? No, no, you didn't move on. But he was polite about it. So it was just kind of weird. Yeah. But that, but that second one. Oh yeah. 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 Like I'm grinning, just thinking about it. it made me very happy. All right. Um, so I'm going to give you one last one okay. and it's the one that, it's actually up today because it's Valentine's Day and it says, I love you. Do you have rules? And of course, as a writer, this will be true. But then also for your personal attitude, those three magic words, are there rules on how long you should be together before you say it? Will you say it first? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So th I love this topic. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. Um, I don't personally have a rule outside of you maybe shouldn't say it the first time you meet somebody. Like, I feel like that would be a bad, I just feel like that's putting a lot of pressure. And like, I don't think you can truly know if you love somebody, if you've only met them once. Um, that's, and that's, but that's just me. I would never put that um, on anyone else, I guess, but that's just me. I don't have any rules about like the length of a relationship. Before you say it, I just think like, and this is the most useless thing. And I know that like hearing this is super annoying, but like, I think you should say it when it feels right. Mm -hmm. But I also think you should keep in mind, like you might not hear it back and that's okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that that person doesn't love you. It just means that maybe they're not there or maybe they do love you and they have a hard time verbalizing it. Um, I know that I love you. It can be a really, um, a very like highly charged thing to say, just depending on like people's backgrounds and what, like maybe they didn't say it in their family or maybe they came from a really, maybe they have a very traumatic past and like saying it just isn't something that they feel comfortable with at the point where you're comfortable saying it. Um, so I, I guess I, my only rule is to say it when you mean it. Don't ever say it if you don't mean it. And like, I have definitely said it first and I would totally say it first again, if that's what I'm feeling. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, so I, I know I covered a lot of things in that answer in a really roundabout way, but I don't know, does that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes <laughs> yeah. total sense. It's a good answer. I like it. Yeah. How, about, um, you? How about you? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, well, 
I went on about the love letter. Um, <laughs> I, I have, I have not rules about this. Like in my books, there are, I mean, it's the big moment, right? Like that's, you know, for us in the stories, that's, that's the thing that cements it. We're done here. But in real life, I think life is short and it's okay to love somebody. It doesn't mean that you will love them forever, or it doesn't mean you'll love them in the same way forever. But I'm not, I'm not in a place in my life where like holding off on something that I feel, I mean, I'm not gonna walk up to somebody and be like, I love you. But you know, if you feel it, I think it's okay to say it. But I think it's really important what you said, like, they don't have to feel that back. And it's okay if they don't, it doesn't mean that you need to stop loving them. It just means like, that's where they are. Or that they do love you and they're not ready to talk about it because everybody's very different. But for me, no, life is short. And if you love somebody, I don't see, to me, in my opinion, how many ways can I say it's my opinion? Um, I don't see why I would hold back telling somebody I love them. If you tell somebody, you know, we feel very free to say what we don't like or that we don't like somebody. So if we love people, I think we should just tell them that. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I completely, um, I'm on board with everything you said. That's a beautiful way to explain that. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. And the whole game has been fun. Um, we have had so many people who have played along like every single day making beautiful posts and we've had people jumping in and out and it's been so much fun to see all the great answers. Um, but it's all been leading up to this because we are doing a giveaway and we'll be announcing it. But we have a huge announcement to make. And I don't even know how to say it. Are we Are we going to say this at the same time? What are we going to do? Um, should we? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because we got to wrap this up. It's, okay, it's yeah, close yeah. to 30 minutes. All right. Ready? So we wrote a book together. We wrote a book together. <laughs> <laughs> tell. Tell. I, okay. I'm just, like, I'm dying. Tell. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Guy and I, we wrote a book together. The title is Sips and Strokes. It is a romance between a Filipino-American art professor and a Scottish Instagram model. Guess who wrote which role? Uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's pretty obvious, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got all the things that I think we both love in yes. the romances that we read and write. I mean, there's a fake dating trope. There is a wedding. There's some douchey exes, cute banter, some steamy scenes. And mark your calendars because it comes out on April 20th. But stay mm -hmm. tuned because we're going to do a cover reveal soon, right, Sky? Yes. Uh, the cover reveal is coming in March. And we're going to have, after this episode drops, we are going to have all the details. If you want to be part of this train, part of the Blitz, it will be sign-up links in our uh, bios, all the things. We want you to come and party with us because we are so excited. And I have to say, I haven't done a fake dating trope story yet. So this was this was my first. Um, so I am so, uh, it's been so much fun and we are so excited to share this with you. And the cover is pretty and it will be ready to roll. So yes, April 20th, uh, but do stand by because we have plenty to tell you. And man, I don't know if these words have been ever truer. That was great for me. Was it good for you, Sarah? Hell yeah, it was good for me. <laughs> Thanks, guys, so much for listening and for playing along with our game on Instagram. It has been great fun. If you like what you hear, please, please do leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. And if you haven't already read our current books, get caught up because they are Not Suitable for Work, Off the Record, and Nemesis by me, Sky McDonald, and Faker, If You Never Come Back, and Simmer Down by Sarah Smith. I'm sorry, I just got so carried away there. You can find us on Twitter at Quick and Dirty Rom and on Instagram at Quick and Dirty Romance. 
I am on Twitter and Instagram at writerskymcd. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram too. I am at author Sarah S. We love to hear from you. So reach out and DM, DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Quick and Dirty Romance is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Thanks, guys, for everything. Happy Valentine's Day. We are sending you so much love. Mwah. Bye.